these comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. Um, I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like I feel like it's a clown show. Like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't care if you're Christian. In fact, I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world. All those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the the Bible says you live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care, but you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter and this verse. I don't care. I don't care. I don't believe in it. And I have the right, based on our Constitution, to not believe in it. I want to dedicate this joint right here Jonathan Jackson and George Jackson. Peace to those brothers. Wanna shout out my man Sharon the Worm. 80 years. Come on, niggas. Come on, niggas. Oh. I just burnt my American flag and sent three cracker Nazis to hell and I'm sad. Uh, I'm loading tips in my mag. Hello and welcome to the Burn It Down Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jay Hezekiah. Coming to you on, what's today? Monday, May 9th, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, As always, we have our esteemed host with us, Liv Soul. Say hello, Liv. Hello. Coming back, our friend and yours, Jose Roxas, say hello. What's going on, everyone? And today, our esteemed guest, we have a guest today. Her name is Joanna Mitchell. Joanna, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, how's it going? Um, so I'm a, uh, I'm an, I'm a painter and uh, an environmental activist and... Um, a songwriter, uh, I sing, uh, and I write comedy, and, uh, the, you know, I'm, I'm here today because, um, Jose knows my, uh, my, my TikTok account, we met on TikTok, and I do, I, I do some political comedy on there, um, I just finished writing a children's book, and, um, yeah, and on, uh, for for gigs, I'm also a mermaid. For the for the children, I I slap on a hyper realistic mermaid tail, and I <laughs> and I, yeah, and I and I sit by the I sit by the pool and I play my little ukulele with, for the children, and I paint their faces and answer questions about what it's like to be a mermaid and how I breathe and how I poop and all that. It's very fun. They ask that every time. Oh my uh, god. Like every time, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. No, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a children's, I'm a children's um, character, 
just for you know for fun and for gigs but uh now my mom a painter and an environmental activist and a um you know i didn't i write music uh but yeah that's more power to you that's amazing yeah it's really fun absolutely okay um so what would you say your political affiliations are how do you lean politically uh well i mean i think if you were to ask everyone around me they would say that i am extremely left um but me personally i don't i don't really like using i don't like using words like left or right or conservative or libertarian or uh progressive because you know these these um these words totally like lose their meaning over time like there's this kind of nonsense Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, like, there's this totally, this totally nonsense, like, trend going on. Uh, it's, I guess it's not a trend. I guess it's been going on for fucking decades now. But like, anytime someone on the far right encounters someone that they disagree with or who dares to say that their ideology is wrong, they'll just communist. You're a communist, and it's just like, okay, right. without without looking at your phone, what's a communist? Tell me. Tell me the actual definition of a communist and why it's such a bad thing. <laughs> like, and, nope. and, you know, they, and, you know, cold hard truth is they can never tell you. And they don't really truly know the definition of a capitalist or a socialist or an, or even an anarchist. Um, and I used to be, um, I guess what people would classify as a, uh, a social capitalist. And I also think that, um, you know, political ideology completely evolves uh, along just as a reaction to what your government is doing currently. Um, the difference between liberals and anarchists is basically like, you know, the, or like, you know, liberal sort of uh, communists and anarchists is that one party believes that we should work with the system to you know uh to to improve the system and to work with it and tweak it and and bring it closer to the ideal situation whereas anarchists are just like nope this system is bullshit we need to burn it all down we are you know figuratively and we need a complete disconnect from what's going on currently and we need to completely revamp the system and you know if, if things keep on going this way, I might become an anarchist. It depends on how insane the situation, you know, it's, it's, you know, political ideology, there, I feel sure. like, is, is just a reaction to what's going on around you. Know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I've, I've made I that point before. Yeah, go ahead, Liz. Go ahead. Um, so, I, I'm always curious about this, because, like, um, to what extent do you think being an artist, because, like, I'm, I'm somebody that uh, has worked as an artist and in different facets, and to what extent do you think that has influenced your views about society? Because I personally have found it difficult to kind of fit into, like, stereotypical roles as far as participating in a capitalist society. Well, it's interesting you should say that because I think... Well, okay, so I was raised by artists. Um, my mother's an actor. My dad is a drummer. Um, and so it's, it's kind of hard for me to answer that because I've never not been an artist. 
I was raised by artists, and art is the only thing I was ever- as- Okay, I'm sorry, my cat is, like, hunting my hat right now. And, <laughs> yeah, but does, does anyone have a cat where they, like, drag your socks around the floor and make that moaning noise? Like, they just, like, look at my- Victory, I no, caught the sock! Anything. Yes, you're a, yes. you're a very good hunter. Good girl. I'm, okay. I'm leaving this in, by the way. I'm leaving all this in. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. My, my cat is having a field day with my scarfs right now. Um, but yeah, you want to be on the podcast too, don't you? Of course. Um, yeah, I, you know, since I was a kid, you know, since I was since I was a toddler, really, like, you know, yeah, good girl. I've never, um, yeah, I've never been good at anything else. I've always been an artist. I'm left-handed. I have ADD. I have never, I have never fit into the idyllic mold of what a student is supposed to be. I was always, like, that, you know, that ADD child, like, fucking gazing off into the corner writing operettas about dinosaurs while everyone was supposed to be doing math. And so, you know... <laughs> And so, yeah, so I've, I've yes. never, I've never been, um, able to fit in. I, I never had the choice to fit in, uh, in So, this, do you identify with neurodivergent? I feel like dinosaurs and, like, young, uh, children is, like, it's like a... If you're into dinosaurs and you're, like, being raised as a girl, like, you're neurodivergent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really... I, I really wish that I could say that, no, that's just a stereotype, but I'm, like... Yeah, <laughs> I, I was M M. Why am I saying was? I am hella into dinosaurs. And if, you can yeah. see, if you can see my dress right now, it's really funny. I actually look like fucking Miss Frizzle right now. I've got. I'm wearing a dress with a print. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm wearing. I'm wearing a, a dress with a print of like jellyfish and octopodes and prehistoric sea critters right now so Love it. Just like, hmm, I, Love wonder it. If, I wonder if she's neurodivergent <laughs> like, yeah. i'm wearing the, I'm, I'm pretty much wearing the neurodivergent uniform <laughs> um, but uh but no as, as far as uh, as far as how that influences my political ideology i mean like um it's it's hard to say because you know i was raised by artists i i never really felt any need to deviate from their political ideology because you know as i get older and i start forming my you know and i as, as i started to form my own opinions i was like yeah my parents were fucking spot on you should not be bigoted and the earth is our home and we should stop fucking it up it's pretty cut and dry you that's know? wonderful that's yeah wonderful. no it's great and i and i'm you know not a day goes by that i don't realize that i'm really really lucky that that's the case and i don't have to have heated conversations at thanksgiving we can just relax and enjoy the beans you know <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah yeah it's great um but you know in terms of like how it's yeah i mean because i'm neurodivergent as fuck and because i'm a woman and because i am not straight and because i'm also an artist and i had special needs growing up you know yeah, uh, growing up in as as that kind of a person definitely does open your eyes to how very much the system is set up for a certain kind of person, and I'm not her. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what would you do if somebody tried to tradway to you and put you in a nine to five job? Like, how 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 much would your soul scream? 
I mean, that's just kind of... It's just kind of adorable, because, like, that was never an option. Like, <laughs> you know, I've, I... I, I feel like even if the because that's the thing is you know when I was a kid like you know of course I felt bad that I wasn't good at the things that the other kids were good at that seemed to like you know come really naturally to them um, mm -hmm. and I felt bad about it I think I think it would be, it would be just an epic failure for everyone involved because, <laughs> not even because I'm like fuck you I'm a rebel I'm a diehard feminist which I am but like I think it would also be just like it's not something that that I can do I'm not good at it I'm not <laughs> I'm not good at uh, you know being a housewife it's not something that I, you know I am good at but that, you know, it depends on the kind of house you're talking about. Are you talking about like a fucking weird pirate ship looking situation with a bunch of plants and like, you know, I'm I'm trying to grow my own food. I'm trying, you know, so that I don't make as much garbage. Oh, and so heck I can, yeah. Yeah, and so I can minimize my carbon footprint. And so, you know, and, you know, but I, I don't think they could trad wife me because I'd be too busy like checking out their female friends or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like... Yeah, uh, that's the that's the problem with these kinds of ideologies. Is like you know, if you are straight and if you want to just have babies and be and good for you, do it. But like people, one of one of the biggest problems is whenever people start laboring under the delusion that being queer is a choice, and as soon as as soon as you understand that, like. You know, the brain scans are pretty cut and dry on that, you know? Like, they've scanned people's brains and they have figured out that you, it is not a choice. Your brain reacts to certain pheromones or it doesn't. And there's no amount of tweaking of the lifestyle or teaching that will stop someone from being who they are. Mm -hmm. You know? Like... Yup. So, there is never any, there was never another path for you that you could possibly fathom. No, not even fathom. It's just, I mean, trying to trad wife me would be a colossal waste of time for everyone involved, you know? More uh, power to you. Your More energy would be better spent elsewhere. Save yourself. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, so, yeah. Jose, you have any questions? Oh, no, I mean, like, uh, I've talked to Joanna for about almost two months now. Um, so I've been with her backstory, and, um, the reason why I personally thought this would be fantastic to show today was her recent content on her TikTok has been addressing, uh, the biggest elephant in the room in our country right now, which is obviously the leaked, uh, specific SCOTUS opinion so it's officially a scotus opinion it's not sure sure actually any legislation putting being put into law technically but it's a first draft opinion of overturning the we wait uh justice alcio um alcio, alito. Alito, alito 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 being one of the specific forerunners of that opinion uh, of course, Kavanaugh, you know, gave his two cents as well, but a lot of the language is from Alito, correct? Well, yeah, he, that's the thing. He, he quotes Brett Kavanaugh six times in it. 
there. So even though it's it's Alito's scotus opinion, um, yeah, no, he's uh, he, yeah, he, he quotes Brett Kavanaugh six times in this statement. So yeah, like he also cites uh, Sir Matthew Hale, who is a gigantic uh, piece of shit from the 17th century. From the 17th motherfucking century. Oh yeah, he he uh, described how to beat women into submission yes. and women as pro- white women as property and women uh, that were not white as basically not even being women. Right, right. And uh, so, and, uh, I see cool references for 2022. Yeah, I really. That's the thing is, I really, I really wish just once. That I, I was thinking as a purely as a joke, um, as a comedic stunt, like Borat almost, uh, as like running for Congress, but doing the exact same thing that they're doing, but from the far left. And st- I'll I'll start quoting like you know sorceresses that were burnt at the stake, and like I'll be citing their prophecies and saying like, well, you know, if you look at this prophecy from the 15th century, right before this lady was burned to a to a crisp, she said this, and I think this should be law. And when people say that's clown shit crazy, I'll say yes, yes, it is, <laughs> and so is that. <laughs> like, yes, I say, you are absolutely correct. It is insane. Any t- anytime you want to quote, anytime you want to base laws today on a time when people didn't even wash their hands before open heart surgery is a bad idea. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the reason why we we're doing this podcast today. Um, yes, there was a drafted opinion uh, to basically overturn. Roe v. Wade, and uh, honestly, to me, I mean, I'm not, I can't say I'm surprised at this, uh, right wing has been trying to do this for like, what, since, 50 since years now? It happened. Yeah, yeah. Since the day it happened. Yeah, right. So, I mean, for, for people, I'm not, I'm not going to say don't be shocked, because I mean, it is... I mean, it is kind of shocking. Like, seriously. Yeah. It really, is. Like, you can be, you can be, uh, you can be disgusted and overwhelmed with, um, you know, th- things. Things can be sort of logically shocking, even though you saw it coming. You know, like yeah. that's pretty much what like all of the Trump pre- presidency was, right? Like every yeah. single person who knew what an insane piece of shit he was, like. You know, it was like every 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 day it was a new circus. Like, what's he gonna say next? And everybody that voted for him was just like, "Oh, well, give him a chance." I think you guys are just being hysterical. And meanwhile, like, uh, every, you know, oh my god, right? Yeah, <laughs> remember that? <laughs> and yeah, remember that shit. And um, you know, and one of the ways that he got even Republicans who didn't like him. Even Republicans who thought he was the complete psychopath that he is, um, he said it on stage too. He's like, "You you gotta vote for me, even if you don't like me, because I'm going to pack the court with pro-life judges." And Republicans 
who this is there's there's no if ends or buts about it this is a white supremacy tactic this has always been about white supremacy thank and, you yeah this has always I've been, been saying about this for supremacy. years yes you you don't even have to say it it's it's in the fucking data like it's it's the it's in the pudding like and you know the whole and they've said it they've they've flat out said it and the people like jerry falwell may i hope it's hot down there motherfucker jerry falwell <laughs> like you know he they they straight up said it they admitted it on tape and on camera like you know they're they're integrating schools and these people are going to start voting against the evangelical white church and we need oh god like we we how do we gain more followers and somebody came up with this heinous idea like oh well, what about abortion and they were like oh man like only catholics care about that what do you know and they were like well no no no, no because you know black people always vote you know progressive <laughs> and if we are able to get more white babies more hot babies then we're going to tip the scales yeah. back yeah and that's yep. always been what it is <laughs> like they were the evangelicals were, like, weren't yeah. even talking about this in the 50s and 60s it wasn't happening you know like yeah so, Dan has and it's where like I, I, I sorry yeah no, that's where yeah. i was talking about earlier with you guys um in our chat where um Again, I have, I have one associate who, who works on Capitol Hill uh, as a lawyer, and he kind of like kind of keep me off to this um, specifically. He's like, "Hey, look at the population densities real quick, and look at the actual uh, 2020 and 2021 census." Yeah, and it's what in practice, um, which was basically. Uh, they saw that there was a dip in the white population. Yep. And due to that, they were like, hey, um, you know the eugenics movement that happened in the 60s? Can yeah. we like revitalize that real quick? Yeah. And what was, what's, what's scary about that... Can we give that a revamp? <laughs> like, and what was scary about that is because um... What's what, sorry? What, what scared them about this was that they saw that everything that Trump pushed—that hey, this is a, this is just a, a farce. This is fake news. There is it no is COVID. It is fucked up how good you are at that. I'm like, sorry. This is that, that's that's that, that's a I'm long time for That is no. That is a fucked up yeah, good impression yeah. of how of of his. <laughs> Of his creepy whisper, he does a creepy whisper whenever he's he wants to. He's done that, he's done that so you. many times on this podcast. This. <laughs> he's done that so many times on this podcast, and it's funny as shit every time. I haven't heard it before. <laughs> but no, um, all right, sorry. You were saying I had I had to commend you for your excellent no, like creepy you. Trump whisper impression. But because of his rhetoric, and because his base is such a specifically homogenous slash cult mindish way of, of, of uh, yes. functioning they listened to everything he said yeah and then his thing twisted but too late he's like actually i have the greatest vaccine the, 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 our vaccines 
are better than everyone else's vaccines. You know, we see, we see, of course, Australia and New Zealand have vaccines, but our our vaccines are better than their vaccines. And it was yeah. too late. They already had set in stone. Yeah. We cannot trust. Yeah. Uh, the news. We cannot trust science. We cannot trust all these things. Fine. And what happened was a great portion of that unfortunate almost one million citizens we lost it since COVID started was of a white background yep. A white yep and they and what was something my friend pointed out to me is like they didn't push for it in 2020 when trump was in presidency at the time mm. they pushed for it now because want to know why they thought in 2021 they're going to see a bounce back they thought hey they thought the COVID boom was going to happen and suddenly like you know every person of a white descent was going to procreate in that time right <laughs> and that's not what happened that's not yeah. what happened they got scared they they did went the other direction and yeah. they didn't repopulate in the way that they thought they were going to now again those margins where it was apparently again i love this like the like black population 30 percent actually not anymore it's pushing close to 15 percent and they noticed that almost two percent increase mm. was something like whoa in a year that's yeah. what changed and again it's where so much propaganda and so much marketing to people of color can only go so far eventually they see it through your bs and they're of like course. wait a minute you're against my actual interests. you're against my actual um right, rights and liberties um, you yep. can only, unfortunately, make so many Uncle Toms. You can only make so many people on your side until eventually they realize, hey, you're a bunch of be you're a bunch of freaking hypocrites, f you people, and yeah. they realize they have the kind to start doing what is best for the party. And this is where I had other associates that that were saying, "What do you mean? This can't possibly be that." And it's like, listen, they basically realized that they are going to have to bite the bullet on yes poor white families dying as well because again in those demographics limited access to health care limited access to uh welfare will unfortunately of course have them die as well however your middle class your upper yeah. middle class and your elites will be perfectly fine which is what they're trying to save and yeah. you already know that specifically the, there's these trigger laws that are set in motion already as soon as Roe v. Wade gets overturned are primarily in red states, a lot of them in the South. Again, a disproportionate amount of the South is people of color. Yeah. And your Latino yep. population, your black population is yep. heavily in the South still. You overturn that and those trigger laws go into place again this is where we kind of they, they, they can sit back and wait and associate mine pointed this out to me um as a way to kind of get a dig in is like well you do realize Planned Parenthood was uh eugenics Parenthood, yeah, uh, was, uh, yeah Margaret Sanger yeah she was a racist there's I mean no one is uh the, yeah no one's discrediting that but no, here's the funny thing is like why, yeah. do, why do you why do you think that when it first was introduced a lot of Republican backing existed with Planned Parenthood, and when they realized it wasn't doing what they thought it was going to do, yep. suddenly they turned yep. Parenthood into the biggest demon that ever existed. Absolutely. Because this is no, and, and this is like, okay, coming from an indigenous person, 
this is nothing different than what has happened to our people for about uh, about 300 years yeah. um give <laughs> where they're like if we can't kill you we're either going to breed you out of existence mm-hmm. assimilate you or if we can't do those two make it impossible for you to continue to procreate yeah and survive but here's the thing though you said all that and you know it's not gonna work of course not it's not gonna work they are so terrified of white people becoming the minority there's and and here's the here's where they totally shot themselves in the foot one they fucked the planet and now so many people so many so many millennials and so many people in gen z are not interested in having kids until they're basically saying no grandchildren until you finish fixing the ice caps and they fucked themselves there they completely destroyed the environment and now people are starting to really like you know get panicked about what the future is looking like and so they're realizing like oh the you know the birth rate is really seriously dropping and also um what else was oh fuck what was i gonna say oh right the um yeah so like you said margaret sanger she yeah she was a she was a vehement racist but as you said planned parenthood didn't do what they thought it was gonna do whoopsie and yeah oh whoops and so you know and and you know for all of for all of her flaws margaret sanger basically you know you know started this whole um system by which women can just you know receive health care but you know it's it's kind of insane to me how many people don't realize that planned parenthood doesn't just do abortions like they there's so many people who really do think that like planned parenthood only does abortions and they don't provide any other service they they provide right. so many other services hormone replacement therapy they provide um, yeah. checkups they provide birth control they provide yeah well that's so for many- filthy queers and sluts we don't want any of that <laughs> <laughs> you know like um mm. but like what what so many you know also another thing that rarely gets talked about and i'm really surprised i'm I'm so surprised that like the democrats don't bring this up more because this could be their ace in the hole um you're surprised well we'll get there there. we'll get there the abortion rate goes down every time a democrat is in office every time because they're about comprehensive sex education and about programs that enable you to get affordable birth control and so on and so forth and you know it's so infuriating to me that they don't bring that up every fucking time like listen if you really really care about the babies then why is it that we are beating you at your own game because you you and i yeah you and i discussed this earlier it is where like we're gonna get a dig in on the democrats in a later episode i'm absolutely positive but this is where everyone is looking at Schumer and like, oh, really? You're going to codify it now? Yeah. Oh, what a what what a what a big play by you, Schumer! Thank you so much. Yeah. And it's because it's where, and, and this is specifically, ironically, when people online 
see me thinking Democrats like this, they presume I'm a conservative. But no, <laughs> I just don't like the way the Democrats are functioning in this, in this specific thing. You had all the time in the yeah. world yeah. to do this prior in several presidencies in the last 40 years, yep. specifically. And you mix that with the reality that it is political porn. It is. Yep. It's like, oh, look at us. We're the only ones who can save you from the return of the the, the, the back in the day. Oh yes, we can. Oh, the only ones with the massive uh, mommy yeah. because to protect your Roe v. Wade. And it's like, like you could fix that problem. And this is another situation yeah. where an associate of mine, who was actually from South Africa, pointed out. Um, and he's a journalist. He said one of the worst things about America currently is that you look at problems as political points Mm -hmm. issues that are so systemic that could be fixed but will not be fixed because that is the next person's platform if they don't exist they have to actually do something yeah where they are so specifically used to the same like play the play the hits from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, then Democrats. Roe v. Wade! I'm gonna save you from the bad guys. Yes. Oh, yes! We're gonna make sure that the gays keep their rights too. Oh, mm-hmm. we're gonna make sure that we keep those indigenous people safe. Instead of making laws that are permanent and direct, that keep these things for a prolonged period of time. And something another friend of mine pointed out to me, and he's um, a professor of. Uh, English actually, but talks about political political things all the time. We have to remember where this this whole system, this whole country started, right? I don't think I'm I'm talking at a turn here. The primary person who was thought of in the Constitution was a white male. That's who it was uh-huh. specifically thinking of. Now you say we say, oh, it would cover eventually women and people of color after so many amendments but the whole idea is if we're stripping away precedents that have existed for 40 years we have to go back to the the, the original groundwork yeah it's and that was part of it yeah that was part that was part of the constitution exactly is that initially they were yeah there was supposed to be um there, I, I, I don't know the details. It's like trickle exactly. down. But yeah, there was supposed to be the ability to completely redraft the Constitution as society changes. And it's, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. It's like, you know, there's no... They they absolutely were not uh, considering abortion for some reason. I can't... It's, oh, it's on the tip of my penis. I can't think <laughs> of it. I want to give... I want to give a little preview of my uh, Democrat Fire and Fury show that we're gonna do. Yeah, um, I did. I did a show. I did a show a couple of uh, a couple months ago. We we did a show, and it was called Paid to Lose. Cool. Yep. Basically, what I said <laughs> in that Lord. show is what I'm gonna say again, and I keep saying it. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again and again. And again, the yeah. Democrats can do shit, but they won't because their donors pay them not to. Mm. 
They do. They don't help anybody with anything. Yeah. Because if they did, they wouldn't get fundraising for their campaigns, which is basically bribes. That's, that's nope. what they are. They call them campaign donations, but they're bribes. That's that's insane to me that we live in a society where that's even legal, and as AOC said, she was just like, it's it's not an insane thing. It shouldn't be a radical idea for me to be proposing right now that if you are drafting climate legislation, you do not get to take money from oil lobbyists. If you are writing healthcare legislation, you absolutely should not be allowed to receive donations from pharmaceutical companies. It's so, it's so cut and dry that, I mean, you know how when you're a little kid and you suspect that adults are fucking stupid and then you get to be an adult and you're like, oh, I didn't know it was this serious. Like, the fact, <laughs> that, the gover- the fact that the government still operates this way, it's just, it's just flagrant and flagrant and shameless bribery and it's and it's right in front of us all the time the fact that kirsten cinema you know she was running um she was she was running with the green party she was a green party uh activist and uh you know and there were people coming from all over the country to see her speak and like oh you know they really believed in her and they donated their time and their money thinking that she was going to be this you know progressive force for good and all it took all it took for that whore and i don't mean that in a sexual way you know this that like yes. all it took for her was to get one too many reach arounds from the fucking pharmaceutical company and all her morality and all of her principles went down the shitter and now she she blocked the the uh, elimination of the filibuster. Like, you know, it, the fact that somebody who who was so far left, uh, you know, seemingly anyway. Um, yes, yeah, seemingly she was she was basically cosplaying as a progressive. Um, yeah, all it took was just dark some a little bit of dark money here and there, and nobody even recognizes her anymore. You know, and whereas, whereas, you know, the it's kind of like, you know, that Malcolm X talking about how just like, you know, the, the like the enemy, you know, the Republicans are shameless about what they do and they show you exactly who they are to your face. But with, with Democrats, just as you said, uh, Jay, like it's yeah, they a lot of them, the establishment Democrats as I was telling uh, Jose earlier, like the, the the Democratic Party seems to be split into two factions: the actual progressives who are against lobbying and you know lobbying donations and all this stuff, and like you know who are actually trying to get things done. And then there's these these old, dusty white motherfuckers who are the establishment Democrats. Some of them are black. Some no, are Jim Clyburn. I'm looking at sure, you, Jim Clyburn. I'm looking at you, <laughs> dusty motherfuckers, man. And yeah, no, it's yeah, it's true. And but yeah, these, and it's these where yeah, corporate just they're they're sucking that corporate money, 
And and what you pointed out earlier, and maybe it's a bold interject real quick, and I absolutely agree with this point, that a lot of that portion, that second portion you're describing, is shackled. Shackled to quote-unquote yes. civility. That yes. like, oh no, we need to rise above. And one of the, and like, Hillary Clinton had a whole slew of issues with her campaign. <laughs> but the, the one thing that was, oh yeah, but the one thing that of course was like, what she thought was the, oh, this is what separates me from this pond scum, is, oh, I'm rising above and being civil. Right. And what those Democrats that are in that second portion you're describing fail to realize, there are times when you need to put brass knuckles on and get dirty. Because your opposition literally shows their entire dirty laundry. Their entire yeah. dirty laundry. Their entire hand. The capital. Yeah. The and they they look you dead in the eyes while you don't, doing it. You don't want us to protest at Brett Kavanaugh's house. Like, get the fuck? Go ahead, that's the Go thing. Ahead. Is this, but, but that's exactly the point. They will look you dead in the eyes as they throw all of what they claim to protect. Oh, we're protecting the Constitution and we're protecting America by literally committing treason and yeah. literally trying to murder Congress people in the yeah. office. And then look at us and say, when you protest, will you simply protest and use your, oh, the constitutional right that you love so much, the First Amendment, when you do that in front of a SCOTUS, uh, a Sydney SCOTUS uh, judge, oh, well, you're going to radical, you're going to try to start riots. And I'm like, are you fracking serious? And this is where the, this is where the biggest split comes down with unfortunately I will, I will i'm gonna call it out a little bit a little bit here unfortunately with leftists because leftists do actually try to play in a civility a little oh, bit good. as well okay. right on. yeah they try to say Thank well you guys you guys what is the best way to kumbaya in situations what is the best way to like get people together here and not realize this is not a get-together session anymore. This no. is not we can agree to disagree situation anymore. This is we either stand and fight or they will take and kill. This is where it's going to either be a situation where if it is overturned, we will have to then have situations where... I, so my, my aunt is a Nova Julian and she was discussing something out of California with, where I, I will not give her name or nor give her practice nor give anything more than this but yeah. they're just already discussing in a series of doctors and OBGYN um, doctors specifically out of California discussing an underground abortion safe abortion clinics right? where they're going to be actually mobilizing to keep at least portions of California the women safe because that's yeah. where we are now this is literally what freaking uh freaking Harriet was doing back in her freaking day this is no different it's just a different fight yeah it's, and that's where we're at right now we, and again one, I want people say oh it's 2022 how are we here one point I do want to make Go ahead, go ahead. I, I've heard a lot of people saying that uh, 
that we're just gonna go back to coat hangers and uh, nah, we're not gonna do that. No, it's no. There's still gonna do. There's still gonna be abortion. Like people are gonna buy the pills illegally. They're gonna do whatever they gotta do. Right. It's not gonna. It's exactly. gonna be it's less gonna be, safe. It's not gonna be coat hangers. It's, it's going it's, to be like Facebook Marketplace. Like I'm selling yeah. the oh herbal exactly. legitimately. What yeah. she's already discussing. What she's already discussing is they're trying to basically create a, a small network in places in California, specifically of licensed OBGYN individuals who can perform those necessary operations by using like code. And, and it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what I'm with my aunt about this. And I'm just like, you realize what you're doing, right? Like you're basically ready to go down with the ship if you get caught and she's like yeah. absolutely because yeah. that's where we're at right now and and it's where like she like and she's a, she's retired so she doesn't she still has all the qualifications obviously she's just no longer practicing so she does not give a flying crash for herself all the people who are still practicing will be obviously risking their actual license but it's where the same people who fought against slavery in that same spirit are now fighting against this injustice yeah. with Roe v. Wade. Because these doctors, like, they are leftists. They are progressives. And they're realizing my goodness, we need to get this stuff moving now. That these women yeah. and these people have access to this. Because if we don't, we're going to see generations of individuals who are birthing children, unfortunately, die from ectopic pregnancies, die from complications because they're being forced through the system now. And it's the a situation where- pregnancy, The fact that even ectopic pregnancy is even in this conversation is insane. Oh, um, insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rape is fine. A type of present yeah. is fine. As long as if, if you have a baking, if you have something baking in the oven, you gotta birth it. I don't care yeah. how it's there. Yeah, it's it's, it's oh. disgusting. Um, but, Jose, Jose, I do want to get uh, I want to get Liv and Joe's uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, re reactions to the news. Um, when you found out, um, how did you feel? Uh, Liv, if you want to go first, you haven't really talked. Yeah. Um, how did you feel when you found out this news? Um, how, uh, what was going through your mind? Could you just share that with us? Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, as as a as a as a woman, um, I have since uh, adolescence collected uh. I'm, I'm trying to think about how to fucking say this. Um, this shit takes <laughs> the lid off the fucking worm trauma jar, right? Mm. And I think about how many children that would have if, you know, if it weren't two abusive partners, if, to, if it weren't to, to assault, if it weren't for the fact that uh, I was able to have abortions, uh, I had, you know, access to this healthcare and um, I have to tell you, it is maddening, disorienting, it is shocking, it's gaslighting, um, and it makes me worry for my daughter, uh, 
I, it dredges up everything. I don't want it to. I'd like to have a little bit of emotional control, but everything just comes to the forefront. And it, uh, it's been really fucking, it's been really fucking hard, you know? Like, y'all have been through it in your own ways whenever fucking shit like this happens. Jesus. Yeah. Joe? Really? Like, um, well, I would, I would, I am skateboarding with my daughter and I am, uh, twice divorced 32 year old woman and if i wasn't able to have the abortions i've had to have access to plan b etc i would have how many children and not even be able to live a life that reflects myself it's just fucking insane because i think so ah, please somebody else somebody else speak <laughs> <laughs> Um, Go ahead, I actually want to. I actually want to tack uh, tack on to what you said. Um, I was actually in Switzerland when this leaked. Um, I just got back from Switzerland the other night, um, and one of the first things that uh, came to my mind because I I was once in well, you know, yeah, I I when I was twenty nine. Um, when I was 28 and 29, I was also in an abusive, a very, a very abusive relationship. Um, and I thought of, like, you know, all of these poor women who are in abusive marriages, who, and women who are in abusive relationships who get trapped with pregnancy. Men will use pregnancy, yes, all the fucking time. Men, yep. One of one narcissistic men and abusive men will use pregnancy as a means of trapping women. Oh, you think yes. you're gonna leave me? I'm gonna poke holes in this condom. I'm gonna, you know, you can't I, leave yeah. me now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I just went, thought of. Oh, sorry. I but I was just thinking of like oh, how many fucking women? How many more women now are going to be in a situation now that is almost impossible to leave? And if she tries to get an abortion, she'll be labeled as a felon. And you know what felons can't do? Vote. They. This is. They're. They're trying to make certain things criminal in order to strip us of our ability to vote. So that we our can dig ourselves deeper and deeper into this hole. Our ability and sorry, what to were you saying? Our ability to fucking speak. And, yes. you know, the thing is, I, one of the reasons that I became pregnant is I was thinking about leaving my partner at the time. And, um, and he kind of surprised me. And because I had never heard um, about how abortion could be non-traumatic. I uh, basically was like, okay, well, I'm going to carry this pregnancy through. And thank God I did. I nearly died during my childbirth, which is also extremely traumatic. That's another factor people need to consider is the how fucking dangerous childbirth is. Yep. Um, but I, I was like, I, I'm going to go through this. And then I, after that, everything about like two years after that happened again. All right. And it happened actually twice. And that's why I'm on my second divorce. But um. I didn't, I searched up and down for any trauma related to taking the abortion pill and I could not find any. I could not find any. And I yeah. wish that, mo I wish that more women knew uh, about that, you know, that you, you can have an abortion and it's not going to be what, what, what men say it is, what, what, whatever it's chalked up to be. I, I just, and here's the thing too, I just want to add one more thing. Um, 
a lot of my friends started uh, menstruating at nine years old. At nine years yep. old. So, and I'm all among my friends, among other folks. I know uh, abuse is assault is common. It's, it's common. I don't know. I, I know. I know less people that weren't abused. And yep. What they're talking about here too is like we're talking about forcing children to carry yep. pregnancies to what degree for what in abusive situations. Uh, it's just uh, what. Okay, yeah. No, it, it defies it defies all reason, and uh, you know that. And uh, Jose and I were talking up earlier today about like, you know, exactly like how you were saying. You know, it's it's all about you know corporate interests, and which is unfortunately heavily tied into irony of ironies, white evangelical Christianity. Um, yep, our ability to speak and to be citizens of this country and you know the if it was actually about preventing abortion then you would be investing you would first of all you would fucking eradicate entirely uh abstinence only sex education that would not exist one if you actually if you actually gave yeah if you actually did kind of, riff people, for one second kind of riff for one second do um, it riff. only because only because this is specifically i'm going to rip my from my aunt my from my mother and myself and it's from a from an OBGYN, a lawyer and a person with a degree in biology if you yeah. were so concerned about a person's like existence, you were say, "Oh, quote unquote, we want to just save the babies. We want to save those lives. Save the babies." Then why are are you voting against literally every safety net that every person puts forward? I am yes. not talking. This is yes. not even the most insane pushing. You can just look at other first world countries, as you said earlier. Most of our first world countries have healthcare as a yeah. right to their citizens. Most of yes. them have maternity leave as a right to their. No, 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 not most. All we are the only okay. ones Sorry. who don't. All. Forgive me, I misquoted. Yeah. The one thing that my aunt specifically pointed out. That she, why it enraged her to a point of just like she almost like punched a hole in a wall apparently was mm -hmm. the fact that when she is sitting there making those medically difficult decisions where it's literally at that hey the way this pregnancy is going and how this birthing is going to go it will impact your uterus and will rip it through, which will make you bleed out and die. We cannot fix that fast enough to save your life. You have two options, terminate currently or do emergency C-section and potentially lose the birth at that point in time because it's far too early. What do you want to do? In those particular moments, she doesn't understand why any person of a federal government should have the say to say, Oh, hey, you cannot do that. You must allow this pregnancy to go for, even though the science proves that this yeah. person will die. As her patient, 
Yeah. She cannot look them in the eye and say, I'm so sorry, but you're going, I'm going to now have to be the person who sits at your bedside to announce your time of death because that's what's going to happen. That's the one thing that got me, that got me the most. Then my mother is explaining how the legalities of this now works because this is going to, because people say, Oh, what's what's gonna happen? We save a few babies. There's going to be a flood of civil suits that happen time and time and time and time and time again because that's what's going to be the the outcome. A mother, a uh, person brings a child to that term and dies. The family's going to sue. So you have these two different things. You're you're so concerned about saving lives and saving money because that's for public control. You're so focused on doing. You're going mm-hmm. to be killing more people and yeah. costing more money. Yeah. From a personal standpoint, now you're telling me that you looked universal health care in the eye and said no. You're telling me that yeah. you looked increased minimum wage across the federal lines in the eye and said no. You're telling me that you said maternity leave guarantee to uh, these these uh, people who are having children and said no. You said, hey, basic, basic coverage of food and water yep. covered. And you said no. Everything that, you, that would make sure that this child lives. And yep. you said no. So do not pretend to think this is the pro-life agenda of any kind you are not to mention not not to mention there's gonna be a lot of orphans too there no that's part of it are there any orphanages anymore have you are you are you listening Um, to kids singing tomorrow the sun will come out no there's no orphanages anymore it's so all foster care systems. That's a the whole broken system. There very much are, but that was very much part of this. It was mentioned in the legislation. It was mm. mentioned in the legislation. The adoption industry, and let's be fucking real, it is an industry. industry. Yes. It, it is an industry. Yeah, it is an industry. Has I mean, if I may touch a face on that, real quick. Yeah, has because, been falling short I mean, of babies, especially this is just... precious little white babies. It has been falling yeah short because our generation and the next generation have not been having enough babies because they fucked the planet and also because as like i said they shot themselves in the foot every single time just like jose just said instead of yelling at vulnerable women why don't we actually put ourselves in the situation of what would make a woman want to off her own fetus what reason oh impoverished okay she has no money what if we actually had some sort of crazy system in which she could feed her kid knowing that she wasn't gonna go broke even more so what if we actually had call you know tax funded college so she wouldn't have to plunge herself into tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt just to get an education what if we enabled her to Make sure the kid had medical care without paying hundreds of dollars in insurance. Like all they because they completely gutted every social service they could get their fucking grubby little oil tinged fingers on. As a result, 
how and and they allowed the cost of living to go up and up and up and up and up while wages just stayed stagnant and so fucking obviously we're not having babies as the, at the same rate that we used to what the hell did you think was going to happen dumb fucks and then they they had the nerve to make life so unbearably like you know so difficult for so many people and then had the audacity to turn around and say why are you not having babies like because i work three jobs and uh, i work three jobs to afford rent and i'm still fucking broke you dipshit like and yeah yeah and And here's the thing about adoption that people don't sorry Oh no no well I was I was talking about um I was going to talk about abstinence only education. It is very much like the Dare program. Oh yeah, which how many of you went through the Dare program as kids? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. All of us. Yeah. All of us went through the yeah, that crock of shit. Um and and what happened? Everybody it actually proved to be more likely that the kids would experiment with drugs if they went through the D.A.R.E. program. Same shit. It was shit. lame! It was lame! It was, yeah! It was so crazy, and they and they just bold-faced lied to our faces, and of course, once you realize that one thing they told you was total bullshit, you start to think, huh, I wonder what else was complete nonsense. I wonder if meth is really as bad as they say, and, you know, it's like, oh no, that one is actually uh, yeah. Like, and whereas... Yeah... Same shit with abstinence-only education. I, unfortunately, when I was in middle school, I went through abstinence-only education, and it was awful. And at just like with the D.A.R.E. program, surprise, surprise, it actually turns out that you go to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. Oh, you poor soul. Well, not not (laughs) for the whole time. I went for a couple of years, but yeah, it was. That's what they were doing. Public public years too many. Um, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, so here's actually the fucked up thing. This is, and this is actually insane, and here's the thing. My parents didn't know that they were teaching us abstinence-only education. They sent me home with a flyer that said, okay, so your parents have to sign off on this uh, to get sex education, and my parents were like, oh, okay, yeah, sex education, that's important. They had no fucking idea. They had no idea that they were teaching abstinence-only education. And then later, when I was an adult, like, when I was a teenager and I told them, like, oh, yeah, they were telling us that, like, girls who have sex before they're married are, like, chewed up pieces of gum and shit, and they were furious. It was a chewed up gum thing. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. It was a public school. It was not Catholic school. It was a public, tax-funded school. That happened to be where was this? In a, this this was, dude. This is gonna blow your mind. California of all places. Wow. In a really yeah, yes. Check this shit out. In a sea of blue state hippie liberalism, um, my parents when we moved from Brooklyn to Los Angeles because, like I said, my mother was an actor. She didn't know what the neighborhood like you know what like the politics where we were just like oh well you know what's what's affordable and are the schools good da 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 they had no idea um we show up and it is i'm not even making this up it was the neighborhood that edward scissorhands was based on so okay 
Yeah, you saw that movie, right? I yeah. I can yeah, see. Exactly. I can see that. No. You can see it, right? It was super conservative, and even though it was a public school, they were teaching abstinence-only sex education. And needless to say, we all moved out of there as soon as we could fucking afford it. Um, but the, the damage had been done. I'd spent two years learning complete falsehoods about my uh, about my body and about sex in general. And um, yeah, like like I said, yeah, the chewed up gum thing. They also were doing this thing where like they take a piece of tape. And they stick it to the some tape thing. The oh tape my god! Oh, oh, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and like, okay, so how many times, how many surfaces do you think I could stick this tape on before it loses? Yeah. And I'm just in the back of the room, Thinking like, it. this is not science. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, and it has been proven repeatedly, repeatedly. That not only does abstinence only a sex education not work, but they are more likely to get pregnant because they're not teaching them. All right. So, you know, you got to have a condom in your pocket for in case you, you know, in case you want to make love to a nice lady. They're not teaching them that they're te they're teaching them the potty right. training. They're teaching them the potty training equivalent of hold it in like. And so, you know, they're, they're, these yeah. kids are not prepared. My, my one friend. Good. Oh no! But I'm just saying, you know, they're, they're, they're not prepared. A, they're, yeah. not, they're not prepared to like go and get tested. One friend who works as a, uh, basically, he uh, works with the FBI. Um, for the what he like basically is essentially, uh, how to put this, a glorified numbers guy. He right, just, right. He puts in all the statistics that he will get back federally. Um, oh, a statistician. But yeah. it's where... Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. So basically, this guy would explain to me that, like, he does not understand how abstinence only became a predominant... A predominant... Predominant. Like, education. Because in no way does it ever work. Never. Any... And where it comes down to is where he was pointing out, like, like th this is not as simple as put a condom on a on a freaking banana, and that's self safe. Is like, you need to understand how these things functionally work. Yeah, and it blows it, it blows my mind. Again, like I can't name him right now because because he's a federal worker, he's not here to represent himself. But yeah, I'm gonna use name. He's then the Bob. Let's say Bob. Bob sure. doesn't understand how people think that that functionally works because yeah. in every statistical analysis that his department goes over, it shows it simply doesn't. And and it's unfortunate because it's where all his job is to do is to just give back the data. That's it. Yes. That's all he's designed to do. And it's completely obvious. He's like, hey, the numbers show this. This is what they're going to show. That's all I can do. And it's insane because this is what ties back to, again, who are politicians that are saying these things? You would think all of them are just 
but several also democratic or democrats um and it's where like why doesn't this be this way you're you're, bra- you're breaking up like, pretty hard yeah you're bra- you're, you're breaking oh. up like seriously i can i'm i'm getting every like third word oh god uh, can you hear me oh now i can hear you yeah okay um but they were just explaining like why is it the case that this completely antiquated way of teaching education um is still used and it's yep. because long story short it's the easiest it is the least costly of all the programs thus far because it's it's a do nothing it's a do nothing even even with their stupid comedy about (laughs) you're not doing anything yeah Um, even with even with their stupid prop comedy don't do it the tape like it's still the cheapest it's like don't have sex don't put don't don't do the thing don't don't (laughs) Don't put it anywhere It's, it's like because it's like when it's they don't like have to when pay you, uh, for that. It's like when 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 you when you broke something in your house and you, and you got your dad to fix it, and your dad knew damn well he don't know nothing about how to fix a toilet, so he just goes, "You don't use that toilet ever again." <laughs> Yeah. Well, no. It's uh, to answer that question because that because that is you're right. That is such a great question, and it actually never occurred to me I, that that was the cheapest. What I was gonna what? say is like because here's the, right. Yeah. Sit down and bring the food. And because it sit seems and bring the Israeli wine, pull all the wine out of the freezer, put it all in the refrigerator. Mute your mic, man. Mute your mic. What's going on? Mute your mic, Jose. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So it seems like so many conservative policies are not actually interested in the reality of what's going on and how their policies are going to affect what's going on in the real world. It seems like as long as it seems like they care about what they're talking about, like, you know, no, 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 no. It, it doesn't matter if abstinence-only education has been proven over and over and over again to be a catastrophic failure and just fucking pointless really like yeah okay get a bunch of teenagers in a room hormones raging and tell them not to fuck each other good luck with that cupcake and but 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 no but it's the same thing it's the same oh, thing yeah. with the drugs like i said the dare program like i said has been actually it's been discontinued i heard but like but yeah it, it has uh I, yeah, I oh okay well dude thank fucking god a couple months but, ago yeah that doesn't stop them from enacting their own like sort of dare program for adults in that all of the drugs are illegal remember, and are yo, yes, yo, remember those truth commercials remember those truth commercials oh, with the totally. girl in the chair oh and her dog is talking <laughs> to her it's like yeah i really don't like it when you smoke weed it's like bitch i tell you i love you every day this is what you talk to me about, dog <laughs> fuck you i pick up your shit you don't say thanks for picking up my shit you tell me you you're yeah, just gonna harsh my buzz right now. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, Liv, like, what was yeah. what was your experience with sex education in school? Oh, sex education. Well, like George W. Bush's president, and we had a cup that we pass around in home ec and, and into it. And at the end oh, of 
20, 30 kids spitting into it. They said, would you drink from that fucking cup? And there were, oh, oh my god, god. Of all dinners. Now, what I knew for a fact. That's a new one. That's a new one. I've never I, heard of that. I've never yeah. heard that one. That's so disgusting. Rural Pennsylvania. Fuck, man. What I knew for a fact is that a lot of those friends, a lot of those students uh, in my class were my friends, and I had known they'd already been abused. Uh, right? But the degree to which they were harming them by telling them that. Yes. And also, like, the uselessness of how <sighs> they were planning out their futures. Ungodly. Ungodly. Yo, that's, that is, that's, another, that's another thing. That's another yeah. thing. Uh, I was watching. Right. I watched these series of videos about uh, it's this guy who used to be a youth pastor and now he's like a uh, he's an atheist now. So okay. he broke away from the church or whatever. And he does videos. Like all of us do. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, he was in the thick of it. Like he was doing this shit. Like yeah. he was telling kids, you know. <laughs> but like he he was doing a video of how purity. The whole purity movement in the church so they basically only do it to girls of course they do yeah so oh, yeah all the all this the use yeah, the responsibility thing, the chewing yeah. gum thing the spit in the cup thing Ugh. it's all it's all geared towards girls yeah only yeah oh live did, live did you did they make you do the the rose no so exactly exactly like what like what jay is saying so yeah it is a hundred percent just geared towards the girls and then what do the boys get the boys get boys will be boys like oh yeah they can't take the wild stallion that rages in his pants just let him go for it like god shut up yeah exactly he was telling me he, the guy on the video, I, I should find out his name because, like, I'm yeah, please. I want to oh. have people. I'll, I'll put it in the description. I'll put the video in the description. Oh, right on. When oh, I the rose. The they they gave yes. all the girls a rose. They gave all the girls a rose, and I can mm -hmm. I know you can see where this is going. They would go, okay, yeah. girls, now walk around, and boys, I want you to pick a petal off of her rose. And so then, of course, by the end of it, all the girls are just standing Ooh. there holding a bare stem. And they just go, now, ladies, ooh, it, ooh. yeah, yeah, fuck. They can pick the thorns yeah. off my goddamn stem. Yeah, fuck. exactly. Now, ladies, mm. is that what you want to give your husband on your wedding night? And I was like, yeah. fuck every last one of Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, exactly I remember what you yeah. said. Exactly was, what you said. He was he basically said. saying yeah. that if, what if girls are raped? Yes. So you going around telling these girls that oh you're the flower and everything, but what if they yeah. were raped? You are that. They just gonna go around their whole life feeling worthless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think I think that that kind of class shit like not only serves to silence um, abuse victims, but also the effect that it had. I think on the you know the burgeoning sexuality of the female students in that room or you know whatever gender about what's dirty what's okay what's not like like men like men are what i was taught was men are sexual women are not sexual and right in a climate where if you are a female and you are engaged in sex stuff right you got cosmopolitan magazine 
which is telling you how to get off a dude. Like, there's no education about uh, masturbation. Oh, yeah, they don't teach us shit. There is no mention whatsoever about our pleasure. Uh, sex, no. and this is, this is I the wish, thing. I wish. Yeah. You know what? Sex, if I run for office, that's going to be my platform. You run on a pro orgasm platform, I think you get a lot of support. When I'm president, every student graduating from high school will know exactly where the G spot is. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. But like, but, you know, but no, the like, fucked up was... thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, boo. All yeah. that kind of like uh, influence on your developing sexuality as as like a female was like, uh, there's just like okay, so a lot of the women that I know that are my age, they can get themselves off in like a fucking minute or two. Mm-hmm. A bizarre, mysterious inability with their male partners what the ever living fuck <laughs> yeah like you know what I mean like it's just it's and then they go through marriages like that they they have children uh, yeah. they, they go through birth uh, with also like they get all the from they got all the shit the hard shit and they they don't even get the pleasure or the joy of it at all yeah. you know what I mean I, I, I've met, I've met through, um, yeah, I've, I've met through these, like, you know, female spaces, uh, women who were in their, like, 60s, they'd had, they'd had three children, they were married, and just because their pleasure was never even mentioned to them, it was never encouraged, it would never even come up, they had three fucking kids, and they were married for 20 years, and they never came, girl, but, like, something nope. else this is this is something else that i really think we should touch on is because of this toxic uh avoidance of female pleasure you then open up a whole can of worms of rape culture because uh-huh. it is it is yeah because sex is not is not something that we are supposed to joyfully and willingly partake in sex is something that is done to us and we either yeah and we either let you do it to us or we don't and guys are programmed to try and get it and we are programmed and taught that no 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 you're not supposed to let him do that or else you're yeah, or else you're fast or something. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Here's the fucked up thing about it is that because so what that does is like, okay, one, what it can do, or no, what it does do is that even if a woman is or you know, a young girl is super attracted to a dude and really does wanna like, you know, get it on with him, she feels judged and she feels, you know, and that sucks. That's yep. really shitty. But what's even worse and this totally happened to me, is that when you say, no, I don't want to do this with you, it then puts this idea in young boys' heads like, 
oh, she's just saying that because she's afraid she's Playing she'll hard be to get. Yes. Yep. Playing hard to get. Yeah. She's just saying this oh, because. God. Yeah, because she is afraid of being. Why is this flashback to Kavanaugh's freaking. I bet she actually does want to fuck, but she's just afraid of being labeled a slut. When so so when you completely erase this aspect of female pleasure, not only do you make women feel judged for wanting to for wanting to get their rocks off, which fuck you, but also then you completely muddy the waters of consent and trick boys into thinking that a no is actually a yes that is to uh that you know you 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 are societally Push being beyond forced that to say yeah that you're being forced to say no personally, even though oh i really want always like i really want to have sex with you but i'm not allowed to or they'll call me a slut the neighbors will talk no in reality i'm just not fucking attracted to you bro and and so yeah it just totally muddies the waters of both consent and our enjoyment in the matter like it's 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 it, it, it really kills two birds with one stone in ruining sex for everyone. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yep. And why I was saying freaking Kavanaugh's case where he was freaking like trying to yeah. say, oh, well, this was college time. My God. Because it's 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 that same rhetoric that is the oh, you wanna teach the women that oh like you should be in like if, if you didn't stop him, well, I guess that's just fine. And oh, well, I guess boys boys will be boys thing is like legitimately ripped from his freaking whole. Um, yeah, boys will be boys is supposed to be like when they put mayonnaise in the couch, not for like sexual assault. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, that's I supposed know. to be for like when they throw throw mud around the living room as children, not like. <laughs> Can you tell I babysit a lot? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Like... But <laughs> my mind just. Never mind. I'm not even gonna. Oh, you dirty boy! <laughs> Yo. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> when you so think about young boys, man, it's just. You, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, God, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Jose, you know what I mean. Like, when you were young, yeah, man, it's it just. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey. But, like, shit true, happens. True True to his, true to his, uh, you know, <laughs> sex pest, uh, truth that came out later on, like, there's that Louis C.K. bit about how he was just, like, when he was a boy, he was just like, yeah, I just fucked every surface of my house, like, mm -hmm. and, <laughs> like I would just put my dick on stuff, <laughs> but, but no, like, yeah, no, in the end, like, going, going back to, like the, like, the whole reason why we're having this conversation, yeah, but this is exactly why overturning is such an effing problem, because you're, you are looking at right now, this almost, like, basically three and a half million dollars, um, saying, hey, the information we have right now, we're giving you with the absence only uh, access to you're healthcare. breaking up again. You're breaking yeah, up. you're breaking up again. Sorry. Hey, no. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, Hold on. 
Uh, right. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, the going back to the whole world we wait thing. It's like look at this population right now, and and people who are saying let's overturn it. You're saying look at this population. The absence only programs we've haven't stated. Yeah, that that that's prepared. That prepares them enough. The uh, no access to healthcare, no access to um, higher wages, no access to anything comprehensive as far as because they've been gutting welfare programs for a decade now. No access yeah. to any so kind of like social nets. None of that. You know nope. what? They're ready for the complete elimination of the ability to have that abortion within that 18 week period or 20 week period or 22 week period in some states um and you're saying you're going to look at this population right now with the information you have given them and say yeah you know they 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 understand the consequences they're totally understand like are you joking me? Like, yeah, you, you're saying with the people you have right now that you're totally in a knowledgeable standpoint that hey, they know that if um a condom has a hole in it, it might lead to pregnancy. They know that actual I, I IUDs are only ninety nine percent effective and have had. Pregnancies. By the way, some states are trying inserted. to ban them. Yes, they are. No, exactly. I, almost immediately, I knew you were going to say that. Almost immediately, when this uh, got leaked, they they wasted no fucking time, did they? They immediately started zeroing in on on birth control as well. And and like the the oh, right yeah. wing dares to say that we were being hysteric. Fuck you. And that's the really sad thing about it. The really and sad some thing about is, is like, so you uh, know how there's going to be a black market for abortion pills and for stuff like that. The worst thing about it, as uh, to tag on what uh, Jose was saying, the worst thing about it is that this isn't just going to affect early pregnancy. In fact, I would argue that early pregnancy is probably still going to be, you know pretty much you know yeah you can still get the abortion pill you will still be able to you know i don't know now that's only if it's like super super early but the worst thing about this is that the people that are going to be the most affected by this are the women who are in their third trimester who get the worst medical news of their life that's who's that's who's gonna suffer the most those are the women who are either gonna who are gonna die those Not are going to be mention. the women who are either going to gonna die or they're going to have to give birth to, to stillbirth children. Yeah. Like, the women exactly. who die most Sadistic. in America, the women who die most from childbirth in America are black women. Yep, that's right. It's they're more times black more likely. Women. Yeah, it's going to affect black women a lot more than anybody else. Yep. It, uh, it, black women four times more likely to die than your average white woman uh poor white women two times more likely to die than your average middle class white woman um, yeah 
I, I, to what degree do we even like we've been children here because children are being assaulted my mother what became pregnant at 13 years old and was forced to carry a uh, pregnancy which she had to give up for adoption and it brought her to the point of uh, uh, almost killing herself multiple times for years even after the fact so and children and, and teenagers before the age uh, people before the age of like around 17 are infinitely more likely to to die or to um, have babies with birth defects and blindness and things like that because mm-hmm. they're too fucking young. Yeah. Like, they are more likely to die because their fucking pelvises are not like grown up yet. Exactly. Like, mm. Yeah. Exactly. So like, and- before we before we end this podcast because it's getting kind of late, um, I do want no to ask you. Uh, about your TikTok page, um, what do you do on there? What do you talk about? Uh, what's your username? How can we find you? Stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, um, I am the maladjusted mermaid, um, and it's it's kind of hard to say what I do on it. I do a lot of things. I basically mm. just I I will uh, sometimes I'll do. Uh, political satire on it i've got a little series where i argue with myself as a conservative like you know i've got uh i one of the ones that got like a whole lot of views was um you know i'm i'm playing like someone who's uh you know a conservative who's like panicking about the gay agenda and i'm like what fucking agenda are you talking about like you know the like you know the gay agenda they're gonna Turn all the, you know, <laughs> I remember that one. Gay. Oh, you saw that one, right? Um, and uh, you know, so I do that, and you know, I uh, because my main um, field. I, I will like, link it in the description, by the way. Oh, oh, thanks, man. Um, I talk about um, recently. I've been giving safety tips for protesters and saying, like, listen, you want to wear protective. Uh, protective wear over your shoulders because cop having having been to many many a protest um, I know that one of the places they like to crack you is over the shoulders on the clavicle and your clavicle can break very easily so it helps if you wear you know rugby gear or something over the shoulders or anything or uh, yep. you know and I and I you know talk about how to neutralize pepper spray I also um, talk you know uh, and because I was an environmental activist for years and years, and I still am, um, I talk about uh, alternative places to buy, uh, you know, to buy house goods and, you know, personal, you know, personal care that doesn't come in plastic packaging and, you know, different ways that you can make your own toothpaste and make your own deodorant and stuff like that. Um, I'm also a painter so and an artist, and I'll show off my work. And sometimes I'll just, you know, just just talk about whatever stupid idea I had that day, you know. Um, but recently, because of all the stuff that's been going on, uh, yeah, my recent videos have been safety tips for protesters. And, of course, I will get the occasional troll who will say something insane, and I will make my rebuttal. I talked about why the Don't Say Gay bill is harmful, um, and how no one is trying to yep. change... Yeah, and how no one is trying to change the curriculum. We're just, you know, it, the, the right-wingers are trying to change the curriculum and make life way more difficult for 
for queer kids, which isn't exactly a cakewalk as it is. So why are you, why are you kicking people while they're down? And the worst part is that they always frame it as um, protecting children from predators and conflating homosexuality with pedophilia has is the oldest fucking trope in the book. They've been doing it since the dawn of time, and it's it's fucking played out. Like, find a new script. Yep. Um, it's so played out. Like, um, yeah. and so yeah, it's kind of hard to say. Like, I don't I don't really have a niche. I don't have a niche. I cover a bunch of stuff. I'm I, I cover environmental stuff and I and I talk about politics a lot. Um and I show off my artwork, uh, which doesn't get as many views, unfortunately. I think people are more uh. in it for the No, which is it's fine. It's fine. I I make a fine living just being an artist in the <laughs> in, in the physic in the physical world, so you know, More power to you. Exactly, you know, and then I also... And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention... Uh, Joanna's funny. She's funny, y'all. Yes. Yes. She's funny. Yes. So if, if you go to her TikTok, you're not going to be bored. You're going to oh. laugh. I My roast videos have been getting a lot of uh, positive feedback. I recently just... I recently just went on a little rant about Matt Gates. And how he looks like. Oh yeah! <laughs> Sorry, that's. Mm, I just saw that not too long ago. Oh yeah. god, you told me that earlier today. Absolutely. Well, you, you you knew about that. Like Matt Gates was like, how many like, how many of these p- girls protesting Roe v. Wade? Yeah, overeducated, unloved oh, millennials. God. And I was just like. You look like a chipmunk that's not allowed within 50 yards of a playground, motherfucker. Where do you get off? <laughs> like, and, you know, and I talked about how he looks like what happens when Beavis fucks Butthead. And, <laughs> like, but, which, I'm sorry, he does. Like, but, He does, no, it's, it's oh, does. God, he's the worst. And I wouldn't be going after his physical appearance if he wasn't such a horrible person. But um, but yeah no I I I I roast Marjorie Taylor Greene and most of all I roast myself on a fairly regular basis, um, but but yeah no I, I I try and I try and keep it entertaining while tackling uh, you know some hard topics but most of all um, I'm not interested in just bitching about things I I really want us to just like yeah we all know it's bad what are we doing about it what are the solutions. I, you know, here are places to buy things that don't come in plastic. Here are ways to grow food. Here are ways to make your own toothpaste and deodorant and moisturizer so you don't have to buy it from a mainstream fucking chemical company that's pouring toxins into the rivers and packaging everything in non-biodegradable plastic. Here are are charities to donate to. I recently did a, um, I I painted a portrait of uh, Zelensky and I'm giving, when it sells, if it sells, I'm giving all of the money to uh, Ukrainian refugees of color. Um, and Wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I am but a humble painter, so I'm gonna use whatever uh, skills I can to raise awareness about certain things, but not just raise awareness, like, everybody's aware of the shit. We're in the age of information, we're aware. Just, like, I'm gonna use my my comedy and my crafts just to raise money and actually put collective effort towards actually fixing those things because 
the Democrats have let us down <laughs> time and time again. Yeah. It's up to us. Uh, and this is, this is where, like, if it may be feasible to touch on this, because we're going to rip them apart, and by all means, if you want to sit on it, that, I'm yeah. sure you're more than welcome. But letting us down, no. I wish it was just, like, I wish it was a simple game where they're like, oh, hey, we really worked really hard towards this, and we did our best, we were shit. outplayed. Do yeah, shit. yeah. They just like, oh, no. They they scored another goal. Oh no! They they, yeah. they they got another point. Oh, it, it is they literally the like Democrats don't even show up to play. Yes, exactly. If they don't even stand in they, the they, freaking they they like, don't get like on the stadium bus. to yeah. they don't wake up. Yeah, exactly. They and, and it's where they're, they're, not, they're not even on the team. They're playing yeah. for the <laughs> They, they are, and, the other and, and where it's specifically like uh, Joanna and I talked earlier about this point that I feel like all of us had hopes at the point of what this happened that the insurrection would have light would have lit a fire underneath yeah. the Democrats yeah. to be like, hey, they literally came to kill you. They literally came, yeah, they came to, to kill hunt you, you down. And like eliminate you from yeah. existence. You should realize there is no Remember No severity. No more do we need to like try to to, uh, to like you know reach a hand across the aisle. This party tried to eliminate you from existence. This party literally crapped in your yeah. desk. You can't reach out across down the aisle to Nazis. Mm. And now yeah. you're saying, oh, you know, we understand this, this was a dark time in American, sorry, that we realized this was a dark time in American history, but we'll recover and we'll become better for it. No, th yeah. this is no longer time to be with the people <laughs> across the aisle because they're ironically, yeah. I, I hate to say this about any conservative platform whatsoever ironically they seem to be in locks they yeah. seem to be ready locked and loaded to say hey we rather like see you people dead than anything else yeah um because we are such in a frenzy that we that they they say pull the trigger and we shoot yeah while you are like well let me get the like let me get the side adjusted now first. let's not Did get out of like hand. angle crack <laughs> Yeah, I just like what are you talking? And again, it's it's very much. I wish it was that they are just being outplayed. They're not even in the game. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. So yeah, so, no. I mean, that, so, that, that pretty much just solidifies it. Like, way, it's up to us. It's up to us. And so many people told me like, oh, why are you giving, why are you giving tips to protesters? Just get out there and vote. And I'm like, yeah, because that's worked. So well for us. Now, don't get me wrong. You should definitely oh, vote. Oh yeah, you, know, yeah. you should vote. You should vote. You should yeah, definitely vote. But voting. you know, you can do both. We're doing the uh, midterm voting, absolutely. But yeah, it's also absolutely. realizations that it comes it comes down to the fact that, like, hey, there <laughs> is a point where uh, a vote doesn't do enough. That she, yes. I mean, I hate to use this example because it's. Goes over use example, but it was 
it wasn't us as a citizens, as citizens at the time. It wasn't us, you know, saying, you know what, we want uh, segregation to end. That end of segregation. No, it was after the death of Martin Luther King that every city in America, major metropolitan city, was writing that, like, it's like, hey, uh, we should probably do something to make these people stop rioting real fast because they're losing yeah. time to, like, you know, burn every major metropolitan city down. And, um, yeah, uh, that needs to stop. Like, yeah. At, at, yes, did Democrats pass those bills? Sure. But it, wasn't because the Democrats existed in office, it's because we forced them, it's like, hey, you have two choices, pass the bill, or we will continue to riot and continue to yeah. soar because at this point in time, you are not doing what you to do. I feel, like, I feel like the Democrats are kind of like, I mean, this might be like a totally tasteless observation to make, but I kind of feel like, the sort of reach across the aisle that let's reach across the aisle let's not get out of hand let's not play fucking dirty the way that they have i i feel like the democrats are like the abused girlfriend that absolutely refuses to acknowledge that her partner is a piece of shit <laughs> like they're like no, no 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 it's fine like i can reason with him like girl no you can't it's okay Great. it's it's okay. only punch the wall once. It'd be fine. Yeah. They're 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 the they're the abuse they're the abuser's best friend who thinks Oh no, oh, he's not that bad. That's, Shit. that's what the That's delivery. my buddy, come uh -huh. on. Word. Word. Yeah. I think All that's right. a good place to, to end it. Um totally. Joanna Mitchell, everybody. Um, Joe, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, Thanks so I much said for having 30, me. I really lied. Cool. It's nine fifteen. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so uh, much. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> um, I would love to have you back on. Um, you were amazing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much. If you ever want to come back on the show, just let us know. Um, Anytime. Yeah. Anytime you can get my number from Jose, and we can, then yeah, you can you can reach out to me directly. No worries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, if there's anything you want me to, if you want to plug anything, um, go ahead. Um, ah, uh, no, nah, I think you know. I think I just want to plug the Trevor Project and Planned Parenthood. <laughs> You know, just you know, I I would say like, oh, here, buy my art and I'll donate. No, I'm just I'm just gonna donate to those guys anyway. So fucking donate to Planned Parenthood, and donate to the Trevor Project. And if you care about the environment as much as I do, uh, look into the world, uh, the the um, uh, Rainforest World Trust. They are they are a wonderful organization that like all they do is just they raise money and they just buy the rainforest they buy it and make sure that no one can touch it and if you care about global warming like that's that's it we if you save forests old growth forests especially that's what's gonna that is what's gonna save us <laughs> like we need to just keep your you know, gem yeah it's not gonna be elon musk everybody it's not gonna be elon musk it's not gonna be fucking e oh i want to punch him so bad oh his face begs for a fist <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I oh my god! Guy. I hate that dude. So oh much. my god! I hate that guy. 
Oh, his face. Oh, I want to kick anyway. But yeah, so the Rainforest, <laughs> World Trust, uh, Planned Parenthood, and the Trevor Project. I mean, you know, just, just, you know, d donate to these causes because, you know, it's, it's not like our government has been doing such a bang up job on, you know, addressing these issues. It's up to us now. So do that. <laughs> and. Right. May the force be with us all. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and also with oh, you. Yeah. And also with you. <laughs> Alright, well, you guys are fantastic. That was Joanna Mitchell. That was Joanna <laughs> okay. Mitchell, everybody. Uh, again, this was the Burn Down Podcast. Uh, I'm for Live Soul, for Joanna Mitchell, for Jose Roxas. I'm Jay Hezekiah. See you later, guys. Take care of each other. Why is it that most of the people who are against abortion are people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place? Huh? Boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? They're all in favor of the unborn. They will do anything for the unborn. But once you're born, you're on your own. Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with the fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No nothing. No neonatal care, no daycare, no head start, no school lunch, no food stamps, no welfare, no nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. <laughs> Conservatives don't give a shit about you until you reach military age. <laughs> then they think you are just fine, just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. <laughs> pro-life. Pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? <laughs> They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. They don't like them. They don't like women. They believe a woman's primary role is to function as a broodmare for the state. Pro-life. You don't see many of these white anti-abortion women volunteering to have any black fetuses transplanted into their uteruses, do you? No, you don't see them adopting a whole lot of crack babies, do you? No, that might be something Christ would do. It was 8.49 on a beautiful night day of July. There was not a cloud to speak of, so the orange sun hung lonely in the sky. I lay prone in my cabby home, thinking of fine nappy Jackie and his jazz cat's horn. Sliding in a tape of bird on bird when suddenly rang my phone. Hey, butterfly, the voice said, slip on some duds, comb out your fro, and slide on down to my pad. The vibe here is very pleasant, and I truly request your presence. A problem of great magnitude has arose, and as we speak it grows. Damn, what could it be, I thought, a juice I bought, and rolled on down to her spot. Seeing bros I know, slapping fives, I arrived and pressed G5. And there was Nikki, looking some kind of sad, with tears falling from her eyes. She sat me down, and dug my frown, 
that fly kid who I love Well our love was often a verb And spontaneity has brought a third But due to our youth and economic state We wish to terminate About this we don't feel great But baby that's how it is But the feds have dissed me They ignored and dismissed me The pro-lifers harassed me outside the clinic And called me a murderer Now that's hate So needless to say We're in a mental state of debate Hey, beautiful bird, I said, digging her somber mood. The fascists are some heavy dudes. They don't really give a damn about life. They just don't want a woman to control her body or have the right to choose. But baby, that ain't nothing. They just want a male finger on the button. Because if you say war, they will send them to die by the score. Aborting mission should be your volition. But if Suda and Thomas have their way, You'll be standing in line, unable to get welfare While they'll be out hunting and fishing It has always been around It will always have a niche But they'll make it a privilege, not a right Accessible only to the rich Hey, pro-lifers need to dig themselves Because life don't stop after birth And for a child born to the unprepared It might even just get worse The situation would surely change If they were to find themselves in it Supporters of the H-bomb and firebombing clinics. What type of shit is that? Orwellian, in fact. If Roe v. Wade was overturned, would not the desire remain intact? Leaving young girls to risk their health. Doctors to botch and watch as they kill themselves. Now, I hate to sound macabre, but hey, isn't it my job to lay it on the masses? Get them off their asses to fight against these fascists. So, whatever you decide, make that move with pride. Sid will be there and so will I. An insect till I die. Rhythms and sounds spinning around. Confrontations across the nation. Your block, my block, dreadlocks. What a shock. Land of the free, but not me, 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 Check it out. Check it out. 